Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Hello, hello. This is Kimmy with Notary Life with Kimmy, and I am here with Alexis from Mobile Notary Services by Alexis. And Angela is going to hop on shortly and join us, guys. But we just hopped on Friday night just to share what happened with our day a little bit, see what happened with your day. You want to tell the people hi, Alexis? Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Hope you all had a good week and upcoming great weekend. Yes, yes. Well, happy Friday. Happy Friday. So, uh, we're just going to tell y'all a little bit what's going on with us and what happened today and yesterday. Um, we'll let a few more people get on. Oh, let me see. Can I see the comments? Oh, hello. Hey, Juju. Hello. How's it going? Hey, Facebook. Let me go over to Facebook so we can put a name to the face right quick. Welcome, Facebook, though. Let's see. Hello from Columbus, Georgia. Hey, Columbus in the house. Let's see. Oh, Angela. Hey, Angela. Hey, Tracy and Juju. All over on Facebook. Okay, very good. Very good. Yeah, Columbus. Have I been to Columbus? I have been to Columbus. I went to Columbus to a um the little science thing you have there a few years ago. It's been maybe ooh, five or six years ago. Mm. Yeah. Hey Elizabeth, how are you? Welcome to Jersey. Hmm? I said I've driven through Columbus. Right. Yeah, we've had to pass through there. Yeah. Hey, good evening. Who is that? Let's see. We got Elizabeth, Juju, Angela, Tracy, Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Hello. How's it going? How's it going? So we decided to hop on, guys, just to see how your Friday was going. How did your week go? What did you personally do to grow your business this week? Drop in the comments. If you want to come on, you can for a minute. Let us know if you want to share something. Yeah. Got a question you want to ask live? I'm gonna put the um, link in the chat. Hold on. And then, um, yeah, what did you do to grow your business this week? And for myself, I guess I'll start with what I did to grow my business. How about that? <laughs> hey, Facebook, Brazelton in the house. Let's see who else. Hey, Miss Audrey, how are you? Welcome, everybody. Facebook, hey, Terry. Welcome, welcome. That's right. I think they got to give us, we need to give you guys a few minutes to get notified on Facebook too. In yeah. The future. Yeah. Well, welcome everyone. So we just decided to hop on a little bit tonight, find out how your week went. Um, what have you done to grow your business? Um, what I did for my business this week, I'll tell you, is more social media. I have been blowing up some Instagram <laughs> and, um, and um, Facebook also. Uh, even if it's just a quote, I don't know if any of you saw the, um, had, we had Sierra on as our special guest this past Monday. And she was saying it could be a post. And I've always said that too. It might be something like happy, happy Monday or happy Friday. Enjoy your weekend from none better mobile notary, smiley face, just something. So you can make the algorithm jump and move. 
and then let the people know that you are interested in their business. Can you think of anything you did for your business, Alexis? Yeah, me personally, I was on TikTok, um, posting some stuff, and then two, I'm trying to figure out how to actually make TikTok videos the way the TikTok people do it, you know, kind of fancy like, mm-hmm. um, with like different transitions and I forgot what else they call it, but different ways you can make a TikTok video look kind of, I don't know if you've ever seen them, they kind of look real professional and kind of different. Oh, some of them look like a movie. Yeah, I was going to say like a movie almost with transitions and this and that. So I was studying that aspect because I really want to learn that because TikTok is, you get a lot of views quickly on TikTok. Okay, okay. And some people say they started working on their square appointments. They started working on their Google My Business. Tracy said she started reading my book. Yes, okay. that's an excellent place to start. Um, if you're in Georgia, get the book for Georgia. If you're in any other state, you want to get the white book because the orange book is specifically for Georgia. Yep. But they both are very, very, um, contain a lot of information to start your business, to be successful at it. And um, I'm so proud of them. I really am because I tell you everything. I've read things before or hear things and it's like, I still walk away wondering, what do they mean by, I'm not quite sure about, so I try to always explain everything so it can be crystal clear. You still may have a few questions, but we do our best to try to tell you. Hey, Notary Amber. Hey, Sharon. Welcome, 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 everyone. So I'm going to tell y'all a couple stories right quick. I was waiting on Angela to be here so we can show out together, but I don't know where Angela is, so we're going to go ahead and get started. But um, (laughs) yesterday, you guys, I took a call. It was around 4.30-ish, and they needed a notary after 5, which is when I close typically. But I always take people after hours, so it's nothing for me to say, come on at 7, come on at 8. And even last night was 9.30. So I didn't even charge the full price that I should have charged, right? Going to someone at 9.30. So I get there, and and the main reason I took the call, because when I was talking to the person, I could tell that they had a situation. And my heart started feeling for them. They had to pick up their child. And I kind of felt like it's not just I got to get my kid from school. It's like a situation. So I get there. Hey, Miss Cheryl. Excuse me, guys. I get there and it actually was a situation. So I'm talking to the to the man and he's a single parent or whatever. And uh, a nine-year-old daughter. And um, he's like, single men cannot get any help. You know, women get all the help or whatever. And I went ahead and did it for free. So not only did I do it at 9.30 at night last night, but I also did the notarization for free. So whenever you break your routine, something goes wrong. So my routine was broken because when I got there, my heart was tugging at his story, right? So I didn't do my routine. So I actually made a mistake, not above it. So that's why I'm sharing it with you today. So he calls me around, I don't know, I think it was around 1 o'clock. He was like, hey, I'm here at um, State Farm, and the lady's telling me that the document is missing information. I was like, well, what could it be missing? Because I looked at the stickies they had on there, and they had over-stickied it, too. So, honestly, I'm not going to blame them. I'm going to take full responsibility. I did not do what I was supposed to do. But they had put stickies over everything, and it was dark. I'm working with a flashlight, basically. And it just was not the ideal situation. So, I missed what I was supposed to do. The part that I missed was I was supposed to sign, I mean, print my name and print my address. So I did sign it. I did stamp it. But there was another section to the right that I was supposed to actually print and um, print my name and put my physical address, not a business address. Wherever I personally live, they wanted that. 
fine, no problem. So I asked Leah, I said, well, can you just write it in there? Because it wasn't like she was signing my name, right? And of course she didn't want to accept liability for that. So she said, no, I cannot. So I sent the information to the signer and he wrote it in there. So, because I, I was like, I'm not going to the middle of Atlanta at one o'clock in the afternoon. He was going to have to bring that paper back. Plus I already did it for free now. I'm already in the hole, right? So my point of this story is one, you know, we talk about money a lot. If you can help somebody out, help them out. You never know. You could tell in the voice if they got a situation like he did, right? Single parent trying to make things happen. And again, because of that, I did not follow my normal processes because I got to him and we started talking about his situation. So be careful with that because remember a couple of weeks we talked about how fraud could easily happen like that too. Remember somebody throw you off your normal, normal routine and they're trying to, you know, um, defraud somebody. So you got to be careful. So he wasn't trying to do that, but it was just my error. Like I said, so he wrote my name, he wrote my address now, somebody else might not have felt comfortable with him doing any of that on the document because he actually said it himself. He said, well, that void out the document. I was like, I don't think so because I did the most important thing. Oh, also, she gave me pushback because I did not emboss that document. Now, that particular document did not even need to be embossed. I told, I normally tell you guys I do the embosser on, I use it on wheels, power attorneys, stuff like that to make it look pretty. She was like, this is not sufficient. I said, it's my stamp, ma'am. <laughs> Cause he actually put her on the phone and I talked to her. So all things being said and done, we got it completed. And um, just be cautious whenever you break your routine. Like I said, it was at night, couldn't have see. It was in an area where they have a lot of mosquitoes. I was worried about getting bit. I had worried about a dog running out on me. So I had all these extra anxieties that I actually put upon myself because my normal cutoff time is around five or six. So I kind of added more. And then again, I ain't make no money. So I was kind of upset about it. But then, like I said, my heart was pulling. So anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. So what's <laughs> up with you, Alexis? Anything you want to share? What happened this week? Mm. Yeah, I do have one thing to share. I had a, um, a person call me and it was a nice guy. You could tell he was. You could tell he was from, like, the Middle East somewhere with his accent. Real nice guy. But he needed something done for his sister. And let me tell y'all, I don't know how to say this. I'm going to say it in the nicest way possible. That man called me maybe, and I'm not exaggerating, he called me maybe 10 times about a document. And it was to the point where I kind of wanted to, in the nicest, at the end, in the nicest way possible I could, I had to tell him, like, sir. Get boom, get these things together, then call me back. So, long story short, remember, we cannot give any type of legal advice. He just was asking like a bunch of questions about the document he needed done and who was supposed to do this and that. And, that. and I told him in the nicest way possible because, like I said, this is like a 10 phone call. I'm like, look, I can't give you any advice. But I was trying to direct him in the right direction. You know what I mean? As far as like, you need to call this person, you need to do this, do that. But when it gets into the, the real deal of the documents and all of that, you know, I can't help you. And the only reason why I could help him was because I've been through situations with medical stuff. So I kind of know, you know, who to go to a little bit um, when you're dealing with medical stuff and sick people and stuff like that. But yeah, just remember, give advice very sparingly very sparingly. I mean, just to save yourself some trouble. Um, 
but you still want to help people, of course. Mm-hmm. But try to stay away from the more detailed stuff, I would say. Because I really could have got detail with him. Like I said, I have been through stuff um, where I kind of know what he needed to get done and what things needed to say wording-wise. But that's not my place, you know? So, you know, we want to be nice, you know? And just like you said, tug- somebody tugging on your heartstrings. Yeah, had a whole story to tell me. Every time he called, it was another piece to the story. <laughs> so by the time the 10th phone call, I had the whole story. And it was just sad, you know? So, yeah. I love I love our clients. I love clients in general. I love people. But, yeah, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> you do not want them saying, Alexis told me that I should do ABC. Yes. But, like I said, I be wanting to help. And I try, like I said, I, I point people in the right direction. Like, call this person, do this. Do that. These are the contacts. Maybe at the hospital, you might need. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just as a, just as a person. Yeah, and that is called the unauthorized practice of law. Just exactly. Yeah, just so you can know the legal term and know yep. the world. Unauthorized practice of law. So we yep. are not lawyers. We do not advise. No. Yeah. So be, be cautious careful. Of that. Yeah. Be very cautious. Be cautious. Yeah. Um, let me go back to the chat right quick. So Miss Juju was mentioning how she works on her square appointment booking. Juju, just a word of caution, because I used to use that too, and I actually love it. But let me tell you why I stopped using it. I stopped using it because I would get appointment notifications. You got an appointment tomorrow at four. And I was like, I knew when I set it up that that was going to happen, right? But eventually I got to the point where I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Don't get on my calendar without me making the appointment and then I found I had to end up calling them anyway because I'm very thorough try to be with screening questions you know how many documents where do I have to go da, da, da. so um that's just a word of advice with the square appointment if you're really that open with your bookings then fine you're gonna love it but just beware that sometimes with square booking um again i didn't like it because i don't like somebody telling me i got to be somewhere at one o'clock i might not want to be there at one i might need to be there at two right do you use it alexis so i still use square appointments but i don't use it where people can put themselves in my calendar okay so what does that look like square appointments then if because i'm only used to using it where you can get on my calendar how do you use it so the app is like that little green app that says appointments Mm-hmm. So I use it for checking out people with Square, um, and I can send invoices. Now, I don't know if the other Square app can do all of this. I never played around with that. It's the only one I've ever used. But, um, yeah, I can set it up to where I can. And you like, said your app is green? Yeah, it's, a green, it's called Square Appointments, I'm assuming. Oh, now my Square is white, so I have the one with the with the payments. So that one I can send invoices too. But so you right. have a green one, you Square appointments. That's different. Mm-hmm. Than mm-hmm. So this one can do. I'm a, this is this one to me. What it sounds like can do everything Square does plus the calendar. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I can. I this is how I've always checked out people with their credit cards and stuff and everything. I always use okay. the Square appointments. And then I do. Um, in the beginning, I will say, not now, but in the beginning, I did use the calendar feature just for my personal, though. So it would be more so I'm scheduling people, you know, on my calendar. It was like, you know, instead of using my phone calendar, I would use this calendar. Okay. So Judy was like, she does use the Square invoices also. And, yeah. um, oh, I don't know. I don't allow them to book it. They have, they can book it after they call. Okay. Good. Right. That's Very how good. Do it and then Angela was dropping some gems in here about uh, administration processes to never 
give legal advice. Yeah, it's a fine line. That's yep. true. A very yep. fine line. And then someone else on Facebook, I was trying to find the name. So they got their business cards. Let me see who that was, if I could tell really quick. Hold on one second. Okay. Which I don't see it. But they got their business cards and Google phone number. Very good. We were talking about what progress have you made in your business this week? Very good. Yeah, your business cards, I order those now by like the 1500s at a time. And I pass them out everywhere. This lady said, can I get one of your cards? I was like, sure. I gave her three. I give everybody about two or three. And sometimes people will take a picture of them. You know, they got this new popple thing. You can just digitally send your information. But a lot of times people still want an old-fashioned business cards. So I'm never, I won't say I'm never going to talk against that because things could change. You know, five years from now, they really are obsolete. But certain things like that, I don't think I'll ever go out of style because it just makes you look professional. Really? I do have a video about um, business cards if you need to check it out too, what you should put on there, list your services, have a picture with a smile. And also they said they were reading about different IDs you can take. Yeah, very good, very good. And let's see what else we have. How do you, how to get the Square app? So you can go right to square.com, squareup.com. And you can get the kind, we talk about it all the time where you can stick it in your phone to collect payments. You can do it on the phone electronically. And what's the third way? Oh, contactless. They have a square unit and you can tap it or either stick the card in there. Yep. Oh, Audrey. Hey, Audrey. Yeah, I was looking for your name. It went away. I thought that was you. Thank you, Audrey, for sharing too. So, yes, um, Juju says she's working on her business digital card. So, okay. yeah, I don't have a business, a digital business card. I don't. I probably should get one. I actually had a client, guys, that made me learn how to use the Square. So, like, you show my code, not um, Square, um, Cash App. So, when you're doing Cash App, everybody have their own code. So, they wanted me to learn how to show them my code so they can put their phone up to my phone. Yep. And I was like, oh, I've never done that before. Oh, you're going to learn tonight. So he insisted. I'm glad he did because I've had other people ask me that. So it's always good to stay on top of technology. Always good. Um, notary Amber says, I didn't know that online notary platforms gave you the price. They'll pay you. I thought that I would tell them what I charge. I had a notary request 45 minutes away for $30. Yeah. You can put in what you would like to be paid, but they're going to tell you what they're going to pay you. And then we have to do what's called countering Amber. So that means like if they tell you $30, you say, well, I don't mind going 45 min minutes away, but you need to pay me 50. So you have to counter back at them because they're going to always try to pay you the least amount, right? Because it's a business. Everybody's trying to make money. So everybody's trying to make money. So you make sure that, you know, you counter. And I always say don't counter on every single request. Yeah. If you're just getting started, you don't want to counter, 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 right? But if you've been in the business for a minute, true story. Angela, myself, and my husband all work for one. I think Alexis, you work for Service Link too, right? She works for Service Link also. And um, we um, sometimes, if they have you go too far, you can say, Hey, is it possible that I can get a little bit more money because I'm driving further? And they'll usually say yes because they can't find anyone, you know? So I don't do it all the time. Most of the time, I have a set amount with them. And I'm very comfortable with that. But if they want me to drive further, like today, um, Jeffrey had a job that was in Tucker, Georgia, which is about 45 minutes from me. And he took it for one amount. I was like, you want to Tucker? And he did it for his regular amount. But it's okay because, like I said, we get regular business from them. So, you know, 
Um, so you do want to counter back sometimes, not every time. No, you want to build a relationship. Uh, yeah, the QR code. Yes, thank you, Juju. The QR code. Yes. And then um, Facebook, one of us can refer you to Square. Oh, so I don't have a link to refer somebody, but if you have one, can you drop it in the chat for our person that's looking for Square? And then they could use your, um, they could use your, let me refresh my screen on Facebook too. That That is, I might need to do that. Hold on. Yeah, they could use your link. Did you want to share anything else? Oh, here it is, guys. I got you back. I had to refresh. So Angela says, do you do you go into jails and what forms <laughs> do inmates? Oh, so Angela, I had a request to go to jail, to a jail, but it didn't work out. So um, the person did not get released. So I was supposed, I actually drove all the way out there. So after that incident, I normally don't collect payment up front. But after that little incident happened, I said in the future when I go to a jail sign or anything just super far from my home, I'm going to request half the payment up front. <coughs> just to cover the cost of, excuse me, just to cover my gas. Um, I should have brought some water out here with me. But yeah, so um, so I have not done a jail signing, but some common documents you will find in jail is normally the most requested is like power of attorney. Um, because the person, you know, won't be able to effectively do their business. So they might have their mother, girlfriend, or somebody need power of attorney to handle their business while they're on the inside. Or another one is a car has been impounded and they need to get the car out of impound. So they need a release form for that. So that's something else that you'll find with the jail sign signings. And, um, you could just, if you're interested in doing those, Hey Frank, welcome, welcome. If you're interested in doing jail signings, just put that on your Google page. Yes, Angela put the link in there. Cool. So if you guys are looking for the square, Angela put her link in there. So just do it. Copy her link and then she'll whatever, okay? Um, Let's see. Keisha says, how do you go about getting recommendations on building relationships to do the jail work? So with jail work, once you get in there, one good time you just leave cards like you do everywhere else just leave cards and then they'll call you and then another thing with the jail um signings again i would put a picture of that on my google page of like jail like a bar um, sale and underneath it uh willing to travel to jails or um complete sale, jail signing something to that effect because when people can get a visual they like oh okay she know how to go to the jails you know, even if you don't know how, they'll walk you through the process. When you do a jail signing, also, they normally don't allow you to bring your whole bag in. You might only be able to bring a clipboard, maybe an ink pen, your ID. Um, sometimes they're, I know they're going to be checking you, make sure you don't have anything on you from the outside. So it's a process. So I would definitely charge more money from going to a jail. Definitely. Not to mention when you get there, you got to wait for them to go and get the inmate. You don't know where you might have to go. So it's a it's a huge undertaking going to a jail. Now, would I go? I sure would. But that price is going to be up there. It's going to be like three digits. Yeah, I it's going to be like three for me to go. Alexis? No, I just said I definitely said it. Have you been to a jail yet? I have, but it wasn't like inside. I dealt with the family outside. Okay, okay. How did that go? Can you share your experience? Yeah, it was quick. It was something with doing, dealing with the vehicle. Um, yeah, it was quick. Okay, okay. Found it. We were right in front of the jail, and that was that. Okay. I don't know how they had 
everything set up the way they did, but the mom had everything to the teeth. Yeah, and that's even better when that can happen, when everything is organized, because if not, jail signings, hospital signings, <laughs> jail signings, hospital signings, nursing homes, all of that. I just had some cheese, guys, like a, uh, what you call it? Dang, I always get on here, I thought I had something. Um, like a powdered cheese, um, Parmesan. <clears throat> Sometimes I have a slight dairy allergy, too, so. <sighs> guys, I have so many little issues, but they, they are not life or death, so I'm good, okay? Don't worry about me. Just a little tickle in my throat. Um, Angela says her dad is a prison chaplain, so I'm interested in that specialty work. Oh, Angela, mm -hmm. you already got your foot in the door. Yes. If, the, if they don't mind your father bringing your cards in there, that's a good little hookup. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Building a relationship. Yes, that is good. That's a good relationship right there. So I would definitely ask Dad, hey, do you mind taking some of my cards? Make sure he gets permission and everything. You could become the go-to notary for that prison. Um, Keisha said another question. Um, do you start the meter when you say, hey, I'm Keisha here for um, DJ LOL <laughs> once you sit down? So you have to include um, Keisha whenever I price any job. I'm looking at how long it's going to take me to drive there, how long it's going to take me to come back. So when you're dealing with the prisons, though, and um, even healthcare, you might have to let them know, hey, I've booked you for one hour. This rate is for that. If I find, because even when you go to the hospital, sometimes the patient has to go for rehab or the doctor may have to come in the room unexpectedly or the patient may have to have an exam right there at bedside. They do a lot of stuff now right at bedside exams and stuff, x-rays. So that might look sound something like this. Mr. Smith, I have um, your price today is including one hour. If we find that I have to wait anything over that, the next half hour will be this rate. The next half hour will be that rate. And normally I try not to do that. I try to have one set price. But if you find that it's taking too long, go ahead and set the expectation that you're going to be paying more if I have to wait way longer, you know. So the time starts the moment that I accept the assignment because I've already priced what that time frame looks like, if that makes sense. Okay. I know I have a few various foods. I know I have to be so careful, Terry. I do. I really do. So let's see. Angela said, turn tips on two women. I was trying to, Angela, hold on. I was trying to see what that tip was. Hold on. I had to refresh my screen for Facebook. Angela says, Turn tips on two. What was that? Oh, Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. So turn tips on two for square. Um, even if one or two tips, it covers your square fees. So yes, a hundred percent. I do agree. Turn that on. Oh, turn the tip feature on. Yeah. Oh yes, Angela. Yes, that's a good tip. Thank you for sharing that too. You want to talk about that, um, Alexis? Yeah. So basically, um, what I do personally is I give the person my phone because they have to sign on Square. So it'll show them a tip screen. Oh, you make them sign? Yeah, I do. I don't make them sign. I do. I have wipes, so I'm not, I don't trip about it. So anymore. why do you make them sign? Just as a, just as a definite, if anything was to ever happen, because somebody could call and say, hey, my, you know, people do, I've, I've been in the industry of online stuff and people will call their bank like, hey, this wasn't a right charge or something like that. So just as a definite, like, no, you signed this. That's why. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cause I never use that feature. So you guys learn from Alexis, you might turn on the feature where 
you can have the person sign for each transaction because I don't do that. And the tip screen will pop up too. So it's like boom, boom, boom. And that, you know what I mean? And they can tip and they might not tip. But hey, I don't care either way. I'm so somebody's asking Alexis why you're talking about that. Does that help with the dispute since they signed it? I never had one come back on me. Let me say that first. But it definitely would help if somebody was to say, you know, my car was stolen. I mean, how is your car stolen? This is your signature. So mm -hmm. that's why I take, that's why I do it. Um, I Like I said, I haven't had anything come back, thankfully. So I haven't had to really put it to work. But I would assume, you know, that's what it would help me out somehow. Now, I did have something come back. So what happened with me, though, I let the client, which I never do. Mm -hmm. It is one time out of the years I've been doing this. One time. one It was a $40 transaction. And um, I let the client read the card number to me. Mm. I normally, when I key it in, I look at the card. I key it in. And her last four numbers were transposed. So when I got the thing back from Square, it says, hey, this transaction is being disputed. I was like, well, I know I gave her a good service. She even tipped me. Why did she go back and say that she didn't do it? So as we both investigated, I called her because at first I was going to let it go, call it the cost of doing business. I couldn't do that. So I called her. I said, hey, I got a charge back from Square about your transaction. I was just wondering what happened. And then she says, oh, I would never do that. I would never do that. <laughs> so she was also disturbed by my phone call because this was months later now. Right. Months later. So she was disturbed by it. So she did some research on her end and she gave me the card number. And she said, no, it, no, she said it did not go through on my end. She said that it did not go through. Oh, okay. And I said, hmm. yeah. And I said, okay. So then I said, well, let me go back and try to find that transaction. And I asked her for the card number. And sure enough, the last four were transposed. So someone did incorrectly get charged that they had not used my service. So Square ended up giving me the money back. Mm -hmm. And. They did not take it out of my account for whatever reason. So I don't know why they didn't because it technically was not right. Her. And she had even told me, she said, well, you can come and get the $40. And I was just going to let it go at that point, just be customer service. I already accused her of not being truthful, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why you stop paying me on my thing? <laughs> and she said, I would oh. never do that. She said, and I would never do that. Me. She was so nice too. She said, I would never do that. So that's what happened. So back to that tip feature really good. I'm so glad Angela said that. So with the tip feature, let me show you, tell you how I use the tip feature on Square. So if I already know I've charged that person enough money for a job, mm -hmm. or let's say, I don't want to say overcharge, but let's just say I've made what I want to make on that job. And like I get there or they get to me and they say, I charge them like this big number, right? It was only one document or two. And they mm -hmm. really thought it was whatever. I don't always change my price, but I'm not getting ready to um, ask them for a tip either. Right. The reverse is true. If I get there and I've underpriced my job, that tip screen coming out every time. This is how I do it. I say, Mr. Smith, I always say Mr. Smith. I don't know why y'all. Mr. Smith, this question right here, you'll have to answer that. <laughs> So I don't bypass it. I make sure they see it. So they can either put, you. Um, you can set it up a couple of different ways. You can do a percentage, yeah. like eight, uh, 3%, 5%, whatever. Or you can do a set dollar amount. So I do a percentage. Let me tell you how I do it. So I don't even have to talk about it. So I turn my phone to, I want them to make sure, I want them to see me person charge anyway. You know what I mean? Right. I want you to know how much I'm charging you for. Right. And I'm talking to them. 
and I'll be like, okay, this is the amount, um, $25, and then I'll be like, okay, I'm, this is the charge, you know, the charge button or whatever, and then as soon as you press charge, the tip screen does come up. So I'm like, okay, you can go ahead and do this and sign, and that's it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Do you find you get more tips that way? Yeah, I, yes. And then, because I don't want to say it feel like you obligated, because I know when I go to restaurants and it's like, let me think of one, like one of those restaurants. It's not like a sit down. Like I just went to um um, oh, what's the hamburger? Red Red Robin. Uh huh. And they had the thing on the table with the tip. Right. Or like I'm, I'm thinking more so like one of those, not even like a, a service restaurant, but more one like a Moe's or something. Uh huh. They turn that screen around to you and they ask you, you want a tip. But I mean, it makes you almost feel like you're kind of obligated to because you're asking me for it. Although, right. Right. Although it's not like a sit down restaurant service type of situation. But right. I was saying all that to say a lot of people will go ahead and give you a little something because some people don't think to tip us. And it's not that they're trying to be rude or cheap or anything. They just really don't think to tip us, like as a no right. sense. Because right. we're used to tipping our hairstylists, our nail people, our servers, our waitresses, stuff like that. But, you know, some people, like I said, don't think to tip us as a notary. So it's a good little reminder for right. help. <laughs> and I'll be um, transparent. There's people out there, and I think it was an article even on the NNA, should you receive a tip, should you not? Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely not asking my loan signing clients for a tip. Okay, yeah. guys, we are not doing that. If we were hired by a company, we are not going to say, can you tip me? Okay. <laughs> but in my personal business, as Alexa stated, it's no different than, and this is my opinion. This is no different than a, a cosmetologist or anybody else, a hairstylist. I'm really showing my age. My mom was a cosmetologist, a hairstylist or whoever, um, tipping them. You know, I tip everybody. I try to anyway. I'm I'm very, the more and more I get, um, the more and more I age, I see the need to tip people because I'm like, that particular industry, they may not be making that much money. Right. So I'm big on tipping others. But again, I set parameters as far as me tipping. Somebody said they received a $10 tip in the thing. And Angela has gotten as much as a $150 tip. We told y'all about that um, a few weeks ago. She did a um, two-hour drive each way. That person was so appreciative. They tipped her $150. Okay, so you think I'm going to turn that down? And I know I provided excellent service and it went out my way. No, I'm going to be like, thank you. <laughs> so if your you know, business model is not to accept tips, that's okay. You know, if, if it bothers you at night. They don't bother me at night. Weird. That's a good conversation. So let me ask you guys in the chat right quick. Would you accept a tip? What's your tipping process? I'm so glad yeah. Angela brought that up. Thank you. Let me know. What is your tipping process? Do you accept tips? Are you against tips? Do you show the tip screen? Do you even know that it existed? Let us know in the chat, okay? Very good. Awesome information. Yes, this is a good conversation. How do you price your distance? So for me, I the moment I put my car on my drive, I have a set price. In my area, I don't put my car out normally under 40 bucks. Um, my next distance, I'm seeing how far I'm going, how long for me, I kind of think hourly or 15 minute increments. Mm -hmm. I usually go 15 minutes this way, 15 minutes that way. I want to do a whole job in about an hour. That's including my travel, me stamping my everything for hours. So how much do I want to make per hour is how I reason it out. Now, I don't know if that's the best method, but that's the method I use and it works for me. So that's how I do my mileage. Like I said, I got my minimum to even pull out. The, um, driveway 
Okay. Let's see what yeah, I break it down into hours too. Like yeah. I had a job in Atlanta, which is like 35, 45 minutes away from me, depending on traffic and stuff. Um, but I had to factor in traffic, factor in what I was about to do. And after I thought about it, I'm like, okay, what does that look like? Because for me personally, I don't like traffic. So it's a little extra bit of a mental thing for me. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so mm -hmm. that job, that was $200. Top of my head, wow. $200. That's $100 each way. And then I had to sit and spend another 30 minutes with you. So that's like a, maybe like a two hour job total. A little bit more, a little bit less, give or take. So yeah, that whole job was $200. Which it was worth it. It was important, <laughs> but yeah. So always, uh, when we talk about pricing, guys, what are your state? What are your state fees first? What does your state say you can do? And that's why you must know your handbook. Because if your handbook says, okay, you don't, you can charge a travel fee. Well, all of what you're talking about is going to go into that travel fee. So we're not going to nickel and dime the client. We're not going to be five dollar credit card processing fee, three dollars because I use my embosser, five dollars because I put a gold seal, two dollars because I looked at you. No, we ain't doing all that. One flat rate, and that sounds like Mr. Smith. Your fee tonight will be dot dot dot. I'm even including free stamps. That depends on what state you're in. Now, my California people, I don't usually encourage them to give away free stamps because they get fifteen dollars per pop. But Georgia, we only get $2, so whatever, you know. Um, let's see. Let's answer a couple more here in the chat right quick. So, hey, guys, I am a general notary signing agent. Don't know where to start. I definitely want to get more loan signing general to prepare me. Also thinking about permit runner. You can do permit runner. You can do whatever you want. There's so many different things you can do in the industry. So the best thing I would say, watch my – first, if you haven't done anything, get my book. How to start your how to start your notary business it takes you step by step so and i also have a free video you can watch um how to build your notary business how to build your general notary business so start there then after that then reach out to us about training for long signing we'll go over some processes with you to see what's where you need to be at um <clears throat> excuse me where you need to be at uh, or where are you in your journey better way to say that do you need to go to the nna for something and we're big NNA people over here, so we are not anti-NNA. We all did classes with NNA. But we often find that you still need live help because it's different than learning something on the computer sometimes. So it depends on what kind of student you are. You have to be honest with yourself. Field inspection, somebody's mentioning that. Yep, you can do that too. Um, let's see what else we have here. Tani says, do you get some kind of fee up front in advance for traveling jobs? Just in case someone doesn't have proper ID, the job cannot be done once you drive there. So, Tynese, my policy, <clears throat> my policy on that is um, I do not collect money up front unless, like I said, we're going to a jail or I'm driving an hour each way or two hours, something extreme like that. There has been times when I got there, I could not do the signing. It could be because the ID, like you said, is not good. It could be that they told me they had one document is really something else. Um, it could be any number of things. I need another signer. The other person isn't there. So I do what's called the cost of doing business on those. I don't charge them a fee. Some people do. Some people charge like a minimum $10 fee, no matter what. You got to pay that before I even come out. I don't do that because I don't prepay a lot of stuff. So I don't expect that from the clients. And I just think for me, I, it's not part of my business plan. If you can pull it off and it's successful, do it. But it's not something that I do. So sometimes do I take a loss? Yeah, but it's so rare. And then when I do have to take a loss like that, I count the um, mileage. So I still count my mileage in that case. I put that in my book, okay? 
Real That's quick, cool. I thought Angela was about to hop on, but I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm gonna jump off. Okay, I'm gonna stay on. I'll stay on a few more minutes to answer a few more questions. Thank you so much for joining us, Alexis. All right, I'll see you all and. I'll see you all on Sunday if you're coming to the meet and greet. And if you, oh yeah, the Georgia yeah, Notary meet and greet. Yep. And if you haven't signed up yet, go ahead and sign up. Got a couple days left to sign up Sunday. Look, we about to have some fun. About to talk notary stuff. Okay, one to five. Sign up. I see y'all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, girl. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. Y'all have a good weekend too. Be safe. I'll see y'all Monday. All right, Lexus. All right. All right, guys, I'll stay on a few more minutes with y'all. Let's see here. Let's get a few more questions. So that's how I do about my upfront pricing. I don't do that. Subway does show you the tip screen. Yep, crumble cookies. They love turning that iPad around. <laughs> DJS, DJS says she tips everywhere. Yes. Hey, Waterless, um, Maddie, Petty, welcome. That's Tish, guys. Tish was with us last week. Uh, no, two weeks ago, talking about business tips, how to uh, grow our business. If you missed that one, check it out. People love that frank talk from tish it's a service and most people are designed most businesses are designed for tipping that's true yeah and i see a lot of people saying yes they take tips i don't blame you guys yes get your tips what else we got here um frank says his minimum well alabama minimum is five dollars travel fee oh tish let's bring her up hold on y'all Hey, Tish. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome back, girl. Welcome back. Yeah, I, was on, <laughs> I was on YouTube, and I'm like, okay, why is she on live on a Friday? <laughs> we just, we've been doing a little bit extra these days. Yes, welcome. Let me just hit um, Frank's comment. I'm going to come right back and let you introduce yourself right quick. Okay, sure. Um, so Frank, uh, let's see. Frank says $5 travel, and his minimum is $25, so he's been averaging about $40. So $40 an hour is, to me, some good money. Or forty dollars for less than that. Most general notary <laughs> jobs only take five to ten minutes. Mm. That's it. So somebody said they took my class and they need to do it again. Well, maybe not. Just reach out. Reach out. She said I need, <laughs> you may not need to take it again or do it one on one. Maybe it's just something you're missing. So reach out notaryeducatorsllc.com and fill out a card and we will get in touch with you. Okay. And let's see. Can you do signings on the weekends? Or is it mainly a weekday? Yeah, you can do signings on the weekend. Yep. Signings happen seven days a week. And you actually get more money. I had a signing on a Sunday one time. It was 150 bucks. I think it was 150 Am I, No, I think it was almost 200 Texas is $6. Safety for at night by yourself. Always make sure someone knows where you are. And if you feel really unsafe, if you really feel unsafe, you have that person meet you somewhere. Now, you can't do that with your signing companies because they have already normally preset the location. But it might be you take somebody with you as a witness that can ride with you, okay? So, there are ways around that. All right, let's introduce Tish, guys. And we'll stay on about another 15 minutes. Tish, welcome, welcome. Who are you? What's up? What's up? Hey, I'm, I don't even know if I'm on or I'm not on. I just see you. <laughs> oh, so, you're on? Yeah, I can see you. Hi, everyone. My name is Letitia Royster, owner of Waterless Money Petty and Nail Spa and a good friend. Of can Kim. you speak up just a little bit, though? Just speak up a little bit. Um, yeah. There you go. Yep. Can you hear me? Now I can't. Yep. So my name is Letitia Royster, owner of Waterless Medi Petty and Nail Spa. I'm an actual nail technician and spa owner here in the Atlanta area. 
And I educate uh, doctors, nail technicians, business owners of how to promote their business and market the business and still deal with high-risk clients of making sure they have safe pedicures. Um, so I was tuning in because I saw people was um, questioning about should they tip, um, how to incorporate tips into the um, into their service. Uh-huh. And... Um, I was like, in a, in the service industry, tipping is designed like it's that's where tipping comes from. You don't tip from a product uh, business. You mostly tip from a service business. So many people feel like, oh, I'm already charging them, um, so I don't need to tip them. Yes, because even if you go through Uber and get a driver, you're still paying for them to take you to point A to point B, but there's still an option for you to tip them. So the the service itself is the actual duty. The tipping is the actual service of you being there personally. So how they like you did the service, how they appreciate you do the service. So that's the tipping piece. Normally, um, this I don't use Square, but I was gonna say if Square tells you that, or gives you the option to tip in order to exit the transaction, just state to them saying, hey, um, you're gonna see a pop to ask for a tip. That's optional if you would like to tip or not, um, but go ahead and sign off to end the transaction. This is just a process. So mm-hmm. it's to say part of, it's part of the process. It's not an obligation, but if you would like to contribute, you're more than welcome to do so. So you don't feel like, it's something that is attacking them, like, oh, we're making you tip. This is plain to them, and that's part of your service. Hi, you know, we went through this um, notary today with this service and this service. This is the cost of it. You would have next the option to um, add a tip if you would like not to do so, then go ahead and charge your card. It's no different than you go to the store and you see that they have the, the POS system for you to charge your service. And then it says, oh, would you like to leave a tip? Or would you like to email your receipt? It's the same thing. So don't feel like just because you're in their face that you should be scared to ask for a tip because you are giving them a service different than somebody else. That is your personal service that you're giving to them. So just know that in any service business, just think about restaurants, car service, cosmetology beauty mm-hmm. any type of service they're going to ask you for a tip because that's service driven business that's how they're designed so ask for a tip right <laughs> right or right. suggest a tip and then if you're scared to ask for a tip put the tip in your price so some people say well people don't want to tip me well you can always put a tip if you if you feel that that's what you want to have. You can always hide it in the prices. As Kim was saying, you don't have to itemize, well, we're gonna charge you for your embosser. We're gonna charge you for this. We're gonna charge you for that. It's already included in the price. So if right, you're scared right. to ask for a tip, put it in your price already. If you're and that's why I said earlier, Tish, if I've already charged so much, then I don't show them the tip grant because I already know, you know what, they already over. I hate to say the word overpaid. They didn't overpay because whatever service I provide, I, I brought my A game. I hear a little the, the, the reality is they don't know that they overpaid. Right. You see what I'm saying? So 
you set the price so the customer is not going to know if they're overpaid or not. The customer doesn't know if they already paid for the embosser or not. So if the, if the screen shows up, then that's fine. It's, it, it shouldn't you know hide anything. So don't feel like, oh, because I'm scared to ask that I don't want to show it. Just show it. You never know. Oh, I was wondering if you were going to give, um, if you were able to give a tip. Some people are wanting to give you a tip. They do. I've had that happen. Yeah. So don't be afraid of it. Just say, oh, I'm sorry. You know, this is not an obligation, but you're more than welcome to do so if you would like, or just move to the next screen. Mm -hmm. In my system, actually, in the system that I use to do my services, I send them a text message and they have the first one where the first button is. Add a tip. That's how you start the transaction. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you haven't even provided the service yet. You asking no, for the tip? When they check out, when it's time for them to check out. What what kind of business what you running over here, girl? What you no, like? I said when it's time for you to check out for your service, the system sends you a text message, and when you click on the text message, the transaction starts. Would you like to add a tip? Add the tip, go to next, and then sign your name in charge. So sometimes you just can't get around being asked about the tip. <laughs> <laughs> but still, don't feel, feel so fearful of like, oh my goodness, they're about to ask them a tip. I don't want them to feel like I'm trying to be greedy. Just say, this is the part of the system, how the system processes the transactions. <laughs> like, literally, it's the system that's how they operate. I, I can't control when they ask me for a tip in the system at all. So, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I ain't even helped you yet. No, I, I know. I said, I finished. I'm finished. It's time for you to check out. And the system is saying, okay, for you to sign off and pay me, add the tip first and then complete the transaction. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, I'm, I love my. I'm not knocking my service, uh, my POS system. I love it because I don't got to take your card. I don't have to do nothing. It's already. Oh. Awesome. So I love like okay. it. Okay. Okay. All I got to do is send you a text message for you to charge your card. Well, you know well, what? I love your tips, and um, yeah. hopefully that will hopefully help the audience. audience. I did drop, I did drop, in, the drop in the chat. Do you hear an echo? Hmm. Do you hear an echo? On my end, I do. You know what? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Because I'm on Facebook too. No, I still hear it. So really quick, let me see more of these. Yeah, I can't see the comments at all. Yes, Facebook, do they hear the echo? Oh, man. Let me cut the volume down. Does that, Does that help? Nope. I nope. still hear it. They still hear it. I really want to hit a couple of these questions right quick, guys. Just bear with me through the echo. I don't know what it is. Hold on. Let me get some Tish, you can talk about something else. I can't see you guys' comments, so I don't I know. How do I see you guys' comments is the question. Uh, in order to have a conversation. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. One second, because there's a couple of good questions in there. Let me see. One second. 
Okay, let's see okay. if that's better. Oh, wait a minute. Let me oh, hit okay. 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 All right, let's All see. Right. Let me know if y'all still hear that echo. Because I still do. Um, But let me hit these questions right quick. So one of them said they're new to Augusta and they need to get two people to fill out their notary application. But they don't know anyone there. Who do you think they should recommend? I mean, what recommendation can we give to sign it? So two people have to sign if they know you before you become a notary. Oh, oh, you're saying... Um, and she like doesn't know anybody in that state. In that area, rather. You, I mean, go to the post office. Go to... Uh, they may or may not. Um, go to the bank. How about your personal person? That's a good idea when Tiff said that. Guys, I don't know what this echo is. Um, Tish was saying they could go to the post office. I would say maybe they could ask their post person to deliver their mail. Mailman. Mail lady. Yes. Is a good idea. A good Try idea. it. And then let me see if we can do one more. I will ask. I will ask. Oh, yeah, she said oh, she's yeah, she going to start asking. Good. Okay. She, she's where? Uh, in Augusta. Um, in Augusta. Um, Shout out to Ladero. Um, I have I know we got this echo, guys. We're gonna talk a couple more minutes. So Ladero has been taking jobs for me today. I gave him all my jobs today. I gave him jobs yesterday, and he has been knocking it out the box. Um, yes, I'm so proud of you, Ladero. The whole team is so when we got assignments, guys, even if the witness will share it, you put it in the Facebook group. And I'm going to get ready to wrap it up because I know this is irritating to you guys because it is to me too. So don't forget the um, Sunday Georgia meet and greet, one to five. I put Tish's video that she came as a special guest in the chat. Check it out, please. Amazing info. One of our um, number one lives so far, Tish. Yes. And people in the group are like, hey, Tish, we see you. <laughs> so we'll bring her back um, Yeah, when we can get these technical difficulties straight now but guys thank you so much for joining us for this impromptu Friday night and thank you again Tish Royster for joining us would you like to tell the people where they can find you on Instagram um, you can find me on Wordless Medi Petty Spa that's the business or you can find me L the Pedicurist on Instagram can you spell out that L for us E L L E, the pedicurist. Or, on Instagram. I can't even type the new bad boy. Okay. Oh, um, I can type it right quick. I can't type. Let me type it. E L L E, the pedicurist. Mhm. Okay. Okay, and that's a G. Um, Instagram. IG. Mm -hmm. All and, right. Well, uh, Tish, uh, oh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I think YouTube, it should still be the same, too. I don't know if you would okay. my information to that video. Um, yes, I did. You know what? I need to go back and double check, but I'm pretty sure I did. 
I'll go back and double check it. So check out the video with Tish, guys. And we want to thank all of you guys for joining us on this Friday night, spending some time with us. And yes, good night, everyone. It has been our pleasure. And we'll see you next time, okay? Tish, thank you for being here, huh? You're welcome. Bye. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey. Please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel, where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.